So today we're going to be talking about what holds people back from essentially pulling the trigger, uh, especially in real estate. And you see it quite a bit because uh, being a realtor, you deal with a lot of, you know, would be and potential or want to be investors and, you know, actual investors. So that's what we're going to talk about. And then oddly enough, a mutual friend of ours, Deshaun, recently hit us up this week. Or I don't know if he hit you. He probably hit you up too, eh? When did he, he hit, hit you up? up for a while. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. He's been on me up too. Like, I usually see him at the gym. But um, he hit me up and asked, you know, about management. But for the last, like, how long has it been? 12 years, 10, 12 years that like, he's well, wanted to get into the game? It's been a while. Been a while. And, and he, during our conversation, we ended up talking about um, fear of actually pulling the trigger. And yeah, he had yeah. a realization that he's act, he was scared the whole time to buy real estate. Mm-hmm. And now he's actually scared to manage it because he doesn't have the experience and knowledge on how to do it. Mm-hmm. But basically mm-hmm. what I ended up telling him was it's not about having the experience and the knowledge. It's about getting it. Yeah. I don't have any, I, I didn't have any experience or knowledge in anything I did. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and especially now it's so easy to get it because you could just hop on the internet. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we did talk about like, there's, there's book knowledge, right. Mm-hmm. And we can all get that pretty easily, but the experience knowledge, like you have to get it in only one way it's the experience so uh the experience knowledge is invaluable and and you know we talked last week we let off with hey let's get into um what holds people back uh this week and like i I can sit here and list a bunch of reasons which i'm gonna do right i hear the same things consistently over time but i will say that it always boils down to fear right so um one of the big things i always hear um when people are kind of hesitant to make a purchase is that they're afraid that the market's gonna crash, right? We always hear this, we always see this. We talked about it a number of times on our <clears> podcast <throat> already. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's the way it comes out, right? Like it comes out in, oh, I'm afraid the market's gonna crash, I'm gonna wait for the slowdown or whatever the case is. But underneath the surface of that is just the fear of actually uh, pulling the trigger, right? Mm-hmm. So um, all the things that I'm gonna list, right? They're, they're gonna be important because you can recognize them in yourself. Um, and, and they're all hindrances that like I've dealt with them myself. I'm not here to call anybody else out and I'm sure you have yeah. at, at some point as well, but, yeah. um, they, they all do, uh, boil down to, to fear. And I think like, you know, our podcast is about financial freedom, essentially, mm-hmm. right? You, there's different avenues to that, but I think one of the best ways is, is real estate. Um, but financial freedom starts in your mind first, mm-hmm. right? Like if you don't have the right mindset, you're not going to be able to achieve it, right? You might you know, if you don't have the right mindset and you win the lottery, you're going to lose your money, right? Like if you don't have the right mindset and you're an athlete making millions of dollars a year, you're going to go broke. Yeah. How often does that happen? It's It's like a super common thing in in sports, right? Yeah. It's a very, very, uh, common thing. There's books about it. There's this and that, whatever. So I think it starts in the mind first. So a lot of people are going into, right. They're, they're watching the videos on YouTube. They're watching like the, the, I'm saying Get Google out of here. Put up our fu- the fucking Canadian protein or some stupid shit. I don't want to support fucking Google. <laughs> or or put something like uh, I don't know fear or uh, fear of you know yeah. whatever. Put something like about what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There the crash in Deshaun. Yeah, yeah. Get that image up or something. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, okay, yeah, keep going. Um, uh, what did we leave off? Yeah, it was talking about mindset. Um, so what are the what are the one ways? So let, let's talk about the most common things that you hear. What are the most common things that you hear? Well, like I just mentioned, it's uh, number one is the is the market crash. I just hear it all over and over again, and, and it's never going to go away, right? So that's the the number one thing I have to, uh, as a realtor and kind of an advisor, I have to talk people out of that fear. Now, I'm not here to predict whether or not the market's going to crash. I don't know, mm. okay, and I don't care to know, whatever. Um, and this is something that I learned, like you know, before I got into real estate, I was in the stock market for ten years, not like some pro trader or something. I just liked the stock market. And the, the stock market can crash a lot more quickly than the real estate market. The, the stock market can, can crash three times a year, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, it just, it's very liquid. Whereas mm-hmm. real estate is a very slow, so slow cycle. So there was times when I was in the market, you know, and, and to me, it was a lot of money, right? I had 50 grand in the market or something like that. It felt like a lot of money. Um, 
And whenever these, these crashes happen, like my heart would drop, like I would lose my mind. Right. And I would, I would, even though in my mind, I was like, Oh, the, the crash is the opportunity, right? Like the mm -hmm. crash, like I know I read the books about it, but when it came, when push came to shove and that crash came, I didn't operate rationally. I operated irrationally and emotionally. Like I would sell things, I would get afraid and I wouldn't buy the stocks and the companies that I love in those moments. I would, I would become fearful and, and basically make stupid decisions. So over the, like this went on for years, by the way, like, like I would make the same mistake over and over and over again because of the emotion. And I just, mm -hmm. I logically, I had the, uh, the mind or logically I knew what to do. I just couldn't yeah. actually do it. Um, and then at some point, like seven or eight years, I started to get into real estate. I started to get more competent. I started to like face my demons or whatever. And, and I started to change my mindset around the crash. And this was maybe two or three years ago where I started to say like, bring on the crash. I can't wait for Amazon to be at a 35% discount. I can't wait for Facebook and Google to like be discounted. Like I've been waiting to buy these stocks for a long time. They, they keep going up. I don't want to buy on the, like I want a crash to come. And finally, like I started making the right moves in those crashes. Like even when the coronavirus hit, like I was like, Oh, finally the, the Canadian banks are 30% discounted. Yeah. Like what? Like, are you kidding me? They're the <laughs> backbone of our economy. Like they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like this is a buy, right? 7% dividend for CIBC. Yeah. Thank you. Like finally, and I'm yeah. telling everybody to buy most people won't, Yeah. but I finally like conquered that, um, the, the fear that dominated me for so long. Now, the thing is with real estate, right? Like, I'm not trying to predict the market. Now, what I will say, what we talk about is here are the fundamentals. Like I can just like with a stock, right? I'm looking at the fundamentals of the company. Well, I'm not saying it's going to go up or down. I don't know what the future holds, but the fundamentals of Amazon tell me like, Hey, this is a dominant company. Like I'm going to make a bet on this. And if I lose, I lose basically. Right. Same thing with the real estate market, like in Windsor, right? We're talking about why Southwestern Ontario's market is skyrocketing. It's supply and demand. We talked about that on our last week, week's podcast. So I'm going to bet that the market's going to keep going up, but if it, if it doesn't, and if we hit a crash, good, like that's my new mindset because the South Walkerville home, that's 450 K right now. If I can get that thing for 300 K yeah. in the next six months, because people are afraid and, and we're in a temporary glitch that always seems to come. I'm all over that now. Right? So I'm looking at that, um, as an opportunity. So that's easier said than done. A lot of people read about it. They think they can do it. Um, and, and then when push comes to shove panic and fear hits and, and whatever, but the worst part about that is when you let that panic and fear stop you from making the move to begin with. Mm -hmm. We were just talking before we started our podcast about like, you had a, a kind of a major incident happen at your, um, protein, uh, manufacturing facility, yeah. um, like a, a health issue, like somebody <clears throat> had a, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I don't want to yeah. get into the details, but you made a really interesting comment. Why don't you go into, uh, yeah. so, into that? So basically what happened is somebody, you know, somebody trained on a piece of equipment, um, you know, very, very unfortunate scenario, <clears throat> but somebody that was, you know, thoroughly trained, signed off on whatever, you know, we went through all the, you know, did all the proper things to have this person properly trained and, and, uh, you know, properly, yeah, the systems were set up. Do. The system, yeah, like yeah, the processes yeah. and systems were all yeah. set up for this this particular person and everybody that operates this specific uh, piece of machinery and uh, signage and everything. Um, unfortunately, they didn't listen to or had a lapse in judgment or didn't listen to the training or whatever. It doesn't really matter what ended up happening. They had, you know, they had a uh, uh, you know a scenario happen. They they got hurt and um, uh, you know my whole thing was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, you know, first of all, number one, I hope that the person's okay and I hope everything works out and, 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 and they're going to be okay. It wasn't like, it wasn't a super dramatic scenario, but I don't like when anything happens at my, my mm. places of business. Right. So, so, so at that point I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, after I find out the person's actually, you know, they're going to be totally fine. And, uh, you know, it was an unfortunate scenario, but the person's going to be fine. Um, my next thing is, okay, well, uh, are we at, are, are, are we in a position of, uh, you know, is there going to be some sort of risk involved or whatever the case is with WSIB and whatever the case. Um, but at the same time in my head, I'm like, well, you know what? Like I'm tired of thinking that way because, you know, at this point we have 60 people working there and I can't prevent everything from happening. I can only put systems in place and processes in place that we can be proactive in mitigating risk to a certain extent, 
And beyond that, beyond doing everything humanly possible, we we have to deal with what happens. Yeah. We how, have to how deal with what you, comes. How much can you grow exactly. if you're letting the fear of, well, what if you can't? we hire more people and more incidents happen? <clears throat> well, I'm just yeah. not going to grow, right? Like there's a cap. You're going to exactly. cap yourself. And you may, you put it really well. It was, um, yeah, you used to kind of try to get out mentally in front of the fear and like, um, let like, yeah, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? And yeah. then you say, you know what? Screw it. Like I'm, now bring on, bring it on. Right? Yeah. Like whatever comes my way, I'm going to yeah. deal with it. Yeah. I'm tired of thinking like, that's literally what you yeah. said. Yeah. Like, exactly. 10 minutes ago. exactly. Like, you what, know, whatever comes, I'll deal with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. For, you know, for example, if, you know, some, you know, uh, you know, not that it would be even a big deal because we're so tight. We run such a tight ship at work. Um, but you know, WSIB comes knocking because of that scenario and bring it on. Like yep. we're, we're tight. Like, so, so I, I try to be as proactive as possible for mitigating risk, but I don't want that, that fear, mm. uh, to consume me. So instead of like allowing it to consume me, I'm still going to have it. There's mm. still fear there, but I'm going to, I'm going to like change that the way that I deal with the fear and I'm going to actually channel it in a different way where I'm going to let that fear, um, change my mindset on operate even an even tighter ship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm going to let that, that fear actually, um, change the way I think and channel it into actually running a better and bigger business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I'm not going to get rid of the fear cause you'll never get rid of the fear. This is what a lot of people we will get into that in a minute, but a, a lot of people, you know, try to get over the fear, but that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So instead of me even trying to get over that fear or whatever it is, or hesitation or, 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 or um, uh, anxiety or whatever the case is when something like that happens, I'm going to, I'm going to invite it into my mind mm -hmm. and I'm just going to use it to channel it into motivation to just perform or be more proactive or just, uh, you know, deal with the problem at hand mm -hmm. and then move on as fast as possible. Yeah. And I want yeah. them to, I want the, I want the issue to, to, to materialize. Yeah. So, so I can get it over and move on with it. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Bring, and, bring, and that's bring. it. Exactly. Yeah. And to grow and, and to, grow. to grow. Now, one thing for me, like I, <clears throat> I ha like you learn that you can deal with things when you start yeah. to get into, like when you start making moves and pulling the trigger, like you buy your first property, a couple things, things always come up, right? They're relatively minor, but at the time, especially for your first property, everything seems so big or your first business venture, all the little things seem so big. And then you deal with these problems and you, you know, you get the place tenanted, you deal with the problem tenant, you work it out, whatever. And you're like, oh, wow, that's actually not as hard as I thought. Yeah. And then, and then you buy your second property. Now you have double the problems. You deal with those. And then all of a sudden you start to realize like, oh, like whatever comes my way, I can deal with it. You know, it's not rocket science. Yeah. It's just problem solving. And if I double my portfolio, I'm going to have double the problems. Mm -hmm. If you double your business, you're going to have double the problems. Yeah. So your mindset can be, well, I don't want double the problems or I don't know if I can handle the double the problems. So I'm, I'm afraid to grow. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid to double my portfolio. I'm afraid that, you know, if I double my portfolio, I had double the risk. And what if the market crashes or, or what if people stop buying protein or what if my yeah. tenants stop paying or what yeah. if coronavirus or like whatever, right? Like the what ifs, um, when you start conquering problems, you start to realize like whatever comes, like what the what if that comes, I will, I will deal with it. 100%. And yeah, yeah. So great, great mentality. Now you mentioned that like you can't, you, you probably don't ever get over fear, right? Like you don't eliminate fear. It's a human yeah. uh, part of us. Yeah. It's part of us. But you can channel it mm -hmm. and you, yeah, you, you know, you'll hear like, oh, conquer fear, Con yeah. conquer this, conquer that. Well, yeah. You can't. It's, it's. It, I, I would venture a guess, Jesse, is there a way to look up like what the most common human emotions are? It's gotta be up there. Fear is for sure yeah, up there. It's gotta like be. absolutely up there. You know what I mean? COVID. What? <laughs> fear. Yeah, probably. Look, look, look it up even more. Like what are the, the, fain, the five main feelings? Fear, like joy, fear, sadness, disgust, and anger. Yeah. Like you, so, so it's so, it's such a basic human instinct to be fearful of stuff that, and, and not only fearful of stuff, fearful of the unknown. And that's what, you know, speaking of Deshaun, I told him to come on the podcast and he's probably going to come eventually, but he's got to work today. But he's a perfect example because he literally waited like literally fucking 12 years to do this. It's been a while. It's been a while. <clears throat> so he sat on the sidelines for 12 years not doing anything finally got his pro his first property like what when 
Yeah, two two months. Two, two months two, ago. Two months ago yeah. So so he could have been in a scenario. I remember him talking to me about it when I started buying shit twelve years ago. You know, I, I don't even know, fifteen years ago, even before. Um, and if he would have started then, who knows where he would have been now? Be yeah, he, he'd be financially free. Yeah, right? exactly. Like he would probably. he would have been where he wants to be now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's not because he was scared. Yeah, and he let that fear overcome yeah. him. So, and, and, yeah, and, I mean, props for making the move, right? That's step 100%. one. We all start yeah. at the base level. It's better late here, than ever. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, if he didn't do it now, he'd be saying the same thing 10 years from now, just like we yeah. all would. So he conquered one level of fear, which is buying the property. Now a bunch yeah. of other fears are going to come up, right? Yeah. Well, and now, now I think the, the thing that's coming up for him is, well, how am I going to manage this property? Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to yeah. deal with tenants. I don't know how to find tenants. I don't know how to price this property. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and the, 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 our whole point is that, like, Figure it out. Don't pass that off. Yeah. Don't hire a property manager. Yeah. Because then you, you're not going to learn the game. You're not going to conquer that fear. <clears throat> you're going to pass it off, pass that fear on to somebody else, and that's going to limit your your growth as well. Yeah. So so he came at me and he he's asked a question. He's like, "Hey, should I hire a property manager?" And again, you know, I, I threw that text message back at him like, "No, do it yourself. Do yeah. it yourself." And basically, I wrote, and then I wrote back again. I said if you can't manage one property on your own, you have no business owning real estate. Like what the fuck, (laughs) you know, and people might be able to argue that because they just don't want to deal with it. They got so much money. They can just, you know, have property manager run it. But I, I told him, I said, listen, get like, that's not the case with him. Understand what goes into managing property. If you want to scale this and, and don't even, don't even understand for yourself, understand so that when you do bring a property manager in, you can actually gauge if they're doing a good job mm-hmm. or not because you've done it. Yeah, you so can manage the property manager. Yeah, exactly. So so you're going to understand if you've managed a property, say, for a year, you're going to understand uh, at least a little bit more of is this guy doing a good job or is he not doing a good job? You know, so it, it's really important for people to kind of like actually understand what goes into owning real estate. Yeah, the fundamentals. Right? Yeah. So how are you going to, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be a little tougher to scale, I feel, because it's going to be harder for you to manage the managers if you can't manage the property. Yeah, you don't, so, or you don't understand what yeah. goes into it. Yeah, yeah, if you don't understand the game. So so I told him, I said, yeah, you need to manage it yourself. Even, even if he wants me to say take over, right, with my property management or whatever. If he wants me to take over that, I, I don't even want to do it for him off the hop. Like run it yourself it, yeah. for a year, get a good understanding, and then maybe I'll take over yeah, like year it's, two or three. It's not in your best interest. It's no, like, it's you know, if you were raising a child, you don't just give them everything. Exactly. You train them to make their own way because that's in their best interest. Exactly. Right? And it's the same thing here. If I come in and save you from the yeah. the fear, yeah. the scariness of property management, which isn't that scary, mm-hmm. um, then you're not gonna learn what you need to learn. Yeah, it's not uh, even it's not even the problem is 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 when when people talk about like I'm scared to start investing. I'm scared to invest in a stock market. It doesn't matter. I'm scared to manage the property myself. They're, they're not talking about the fear of the property, the fear of the market. What they're talking about is the fear of the unknown. That's really what they it's actually are saying. It's their own fear. Exactly. Yes. And, and they're, they're it's fearful of, of the, yeah, they, the yeah, unknown, yeah. right? They don't under... And, and so am I. Like, fuck, I, I wake up every day scared. And this is the best part of... And Deshaun, this is what he said. <clears throat> He's like, well, how'd you get over it? And I said, get over what? He's like, well, you know, you obviously got all kinds of, you know, your, your shit together and you, you are where you are because you are, you're obviously not scared anymore. And I said, no, 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 no. If anything, I'm more scared now than ever because I've got so much at stake. Mm-hmm. A lot more to lose. A lot more to yeah. lose. Yeah. However, I use that fear to channel in. I, I channel that fear into like number one, motivation. And number two, I channel that fear into literally trying to make the most educated and best decisions I can at the, any given time so that I don't risk everything, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I take, I take the best knowledge that I can wrap it up and try to mitigate as much risk as possible. Yeah. But, but then you pull the trigger. Exactly. Yeah. But I never try to get rid of the fear. Yeah. If anything, yeah. I want the fear. Yeah. I want that fear to literally scare me every day mm-hmm. into not accepting failure. Like I want, like I have a fear of failure. I already know that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, again, going back, 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 I think I've told you a couple of stories, but you know, I had, I had, uh, you know, multiple people tell me I would be nothing in life. I had multiple, I even had friends, uh, very close friends that told me, you know, not 
in that way, but basically told me like I wouldn't be anything. I wouldn't be shit. And then I, I also had like family members um, like basically express concern for my future. Not telling me I was going to be a failure, yeah. but they expressed concern about my future. So, you know, when every, when all you guys and, and everybody started graduating, graduating out of school and I, and I dropped out, I started kind of like, oh my God, like what the fuck am I going to do, right? So there, so I started to kind of like almost develop this fear of failure. So I channel that fear into motivating me to not fail. Yeah. And not everybody does that. Yeah. Most of the time it's the opposite. Yeah. It's the fear motivates you to like, I'm freaking buying real estate. I'm getting yeah. financially free. Like I'm doing this. I don't, yeah. I got to prove to myself yeah. and everybody else that I can do this. Other people say, well, that fear is going to keep me at my job and it's going to stop me from buying that property. And it's going to stop me from taking that risk. There are two different ways that you can use fear. Mm -hmm. You're using it in the positive. Um, I think most, well, you know, 95% of the people don't. And, mm -hmm. and like you were saying, right, when you were going down your path, you weren't following the system path, right? Mm -hmm. That's laid out for us. Go to school, get a job, work 35 years, retire, go on one or two vacations a year. Like mm -hmm. that's generally the system idea. When you go against the system, the system is going to go against you. Yeah. And most people are, are in the system. And when you don't follow that, when you don't go to school and get a job, like same thing with me. Like when I, when I left my government job, you think anybody supported me? You think my <laughs> yeah. parents are like, oh, that's a great idea, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Leave your 100K a year job and, and let your pension go and your benefits. That's a great idea, Scott. No, yeah. people said that is risky. You're crazy. Only 1% of the real estate agents make any money. This, that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You have an 11, you've been there for 11 years. Like what, nobody, zero yeah. people, n not one person um, supported me. Mm. And that, that's fine because I had, I knew what I, I knew what I had to do. Right. Yeah. And, and I think you, it sounds like you experienced the same thing, right? Yeah. Oh um, yeah. 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 It, it, it was, it was probably a little bit easier for me because I didn't have a backup plan too. Right. So a lot of people, they have jobs, they have, you know, families, you know, uh, when, when I, when I dropped out of school, um, and, and like I said, everybody else was graduating around me with, you know, great careers and all this stuff. And I was like, Holy fuck, what am I going to do here? Um, yeah, you, that, that's the thing, right? There's a, I don't know, it's a myth or a story or something where, where you, you burn your boat. Yeah. Like you, you go to the island yeah. and you burn the boats. There's no going back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And when your back's against the wall, this is what yeah. I figured out, right? Like when I bought my, my duplex lot, I don't know. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to buy the lot. I'll figure it out. Like yeah. my back's now against the wall. I own this piece of land. I bought it cash. I got a bunch of money out. I, I don't know how I'm going to fund the rest of the bill, but I'm going to figure it out. And I did, right. Cause my back was against the wall and I had to. Mm -hmm. And I, it sounds like, I don't know, you're the kind of, kind of guy that put your back against the wall, like continuously. Right. Like, I, 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 I think Jesse can attest to this too. I, I kind of do things a little bit like <laughs> you shoot first, ask questions. Yeah. Later. Right. Shoot first, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to move. I like to run some, I, sometimes I like to sprint before I know how to crawl. Like, you know what I mean? And, and, and what we've done, but, but here's the thing I, I do know. So number one, um, I have good people behind me. And number two, people are underestimated a lot of the time. So what I like to do is I almost like to test my crew and see like what we did for the, the Black Friday deals and, and, and uh, the Cyber Monday and stuff. We actually let the product run out of stock. So, so and, I told, and I told production and shipping, fucking deal with it. So, so instead of like actually running it and then once stock hit zero, we would just be done. What I did was I let it sell past zero. So they couldn't even catch up with how many sales were coming in and it fucking worked. Mm -hmm. And what it did was it forced them to get creative, think outside the box to get the job done and they fucking did it. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. so that's what I did. I said, listen guys, you guys are smart. You guys are very capable. You're in the positions that I put you in for a reason. Fucking deal with yeah. it. Figure it out. Figure Facts it against the wall. Figure it out. Yeah. Struggling. Exactly. Fig we, figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, you're not the right people yeah, for the yeah. job. That they fucking me, figured it yeah. out. It reminds me a lot of like Elon Musk and how he runs Tesla. Like I hear a lot of stuff about that, right? You, yeah. you put your faith in your people yeah. and put their backs against the wall yeah. and let them figure it out. And same thing with D in our scenario, right? Like, yeah. no, I'm not going to help you. Yeah. Go figure it out. Yeah. And he will, like, it's yeah. not hard. It's yeah. not. It's and here's not, the thing too. I, I also did tell him, I said, listen, like, me, Scott, 
we own property. It's not like we're not a phone call away. If you have yeah, a question, we'll, we'll like, guide you. Sakes. We'll give you some yeah. tips, but you got to do it. Yeah, exactly. You 100%. have to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I tell all my clients that mm-hmm. I'm like, even if you can, even if you can afford to get a prop, like a property manager to start, do the first couple yourself. For sure. Do the first couple yourself. hundred percent. Like, yeah. w- like no, they're not going to care as much as you. Yeah. So why, why wouldn't you? It, why exactly. wouldn't you even try? So a couple of really good points here, right? Fear can either be used to say, Hey, I'm doing this. I don't care what it takes. Put my back against the wall. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Um, what are, what are some other ones that, that I don't know, maybe you see, right? Like you're in the business world. You have people contacting you all the time. Like what are the, I, like I can think of one off the top of my head, yeah, you know, taking a, um, not taking a long-term perspective is uh, a huge thing that stops people. People are very impatient. Yes. Like if you have a goal of owning 20 or 30 properties and you have a two year time frame, <laughs> yeah. or if you have a goal of building a multi million dollar business in a two year time frame, you're good luck. That yeah. two year time frame is going to stop you because you're not going to be able to do it. And it's going to frustrate you and you're going to quit. Do you get, you probably, do you get, do you actually get that a lot where people come all the time? Really? Eh? So when, when that happens, if I can't bring them down to earth, I do not work with them. Interesting. I won't work with them because they're not realistic and I know they're not serious. Yeah. If you think you're going to buy five to 10 properties in one or two years and you, you have a $50,000 a job a year with no real estate experience and no cash shaved up. Like you're not real. It's not likely. Now, some people could, you could do it. It's possible, Mm. but for most people it's not. So if somebody comes to me with an unrealistic scenario and an unrealistic timeline, I know they're not serious. I know I can't help them. Now I'll try to help them and Mm. I'll say, look, man, you got to expand your timeline. You know, here's where you are. Start with one property. If I can't talk them off the ledge, sorry, man, like we're, we're not a good fit. And I've, I've wasted too much time to to realize you actually told people that. Yeah, yeah, I did it. I did it the other day. I told somebody that we're not a good fit. And, and what was the reason? It was for that. Like, yeah, what, what yeah. was the scenario? Like, lay out the exact scenario. It, exactly that, right? Like, I want to be. I want to quit my job in the next two years. Okay, cool. What does that look like? How many properties? How much cash flow do you need? Well, I, you know, I need thirty five hundred bucks a month to replace my job. So, how much? You know, if the average cash flowing property is four or five hundred bucks, that means you need seven properties. How do you plan to buy seven properties in two years? Well, I can partner up with people. I can do this, that, whatever. How much money do you have saved? Well, I got $20,000 saved. Like you can't even buy one property. <laughs> yeah. So here's what you yeah. do, man. Like go, go to work, whatever, like start, start working, save up your money. Like yeah. hit me up then kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. but right now, like we're not, I can't, I can't help you. Your, yeah. your goals, um, probably not, not realistic. Right. And, like, and what I, in, in a scenario like that, like what you just said, what I try to tell people, use your job as the bank. Yeah, like, it's a tool. It's, it's not, a tool. Yeah. Like change, change your mind, mind, change your mindset of your, your daily job. Don't, don't have this mindset of like your daily job is holding you back. Mm-hmm. Have a mindset of your daily job is actually funding your investment or your, your next career yeah. goal. Cause nobody else is going to do it. Exactly. Like you better, you better latch onto <clears throat> that job for 100%. a couple of years. Grind yeah. it out. I did it. Yeah. I did it. You did it. You worked yeah. at Chrysler. Like you saved your money. Whoa, whatever. Whoa, whoa. Didn't GM. you? GM. Sorry. <laughs> I had a lot of, fuck, I had a lot of jobs. Actually, I was working at GM. I had three jobs at one point. I was working at GM. Was I working at GM and three jobs? No, I was working at GM and I was working uh, uh, in the produce department as theirs. Nice. So I'd work yeah. at GM's on the weekend and then I would still do produce like at produce after school or, uh, you know, whenever I could. Yeah, like but, yeah. You, you put in your time. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you know, I put in my time. I Even when I, you know, when I bought my first couple of properties, I still stayed at my government job for two mm-hmm. or three years, right? I was doing real estate and my job. It was like really hard, but I knew I had to do it. Yeah. I, I had to do what I had to do, right? You got to yeah. grind it out. You got to make your way. And when people are unwilling to do that, you know that they're they're probably beyond help. They need to be humbled. Yeah. And you can't always humble people. The world might have to do it, right? You might have to go and, and try, uh, you know, to go do it. And then you'll see like, oh, shoot, it doesn't really work this way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've had, a, I've, I've had a bunch of uh, things like that. So, um. But when you take a big goal, like say if you have a goal of 10 properties, if you stretch that out over 10 years, it's actually really easy. Yeah. Like one property a year for 10 years. Yeah. And then once you start getting good at it, you can say, oh shoot, like I can go faster than this. And yeah. then maybe you bring your scale, you bring your time frame down and start doubling up and things yeah. like that. But you stretch it out to begin with. And even, you know, worst case scenario, 10 properties in 10 years is like, you're, you're going to yeah. be a multi-millionaire yeah. in terms of people people need to realize they have to work almost backwards okay so say for example buddy wants to replace his his income in in uh two years or whatever the case is you actually have to figure you actually have to dissect well how the fuck am i actually going to do it you can't just say it you have to figure out how to do yeah. it right and so once if- you yeah once you work backwards and you see the actual numbers then you can actually make a realistic plan based yeah. on your current scenario because you're not 
Joe Schmo from YouTube yeah. who told you how he did it. He might have been in a different situation or a yeah. different market or he had different yeah. contacts or his parents gave him money or whatever. Who yeah. knows? But you have to figure out your scenario based on your situation and your personal goals. And I think that's a big issue, man. I never saw shit like this happen when I first got into it. It's fucking YouTube and it's social media that are telling people, hey, you can do this. And the reality of it is you fucking can't. <laughs> and and it's a slim chance that you can. Yeah. A few people can. Like a few For people sure. are LeBron James, right? Yeah, They're just sure. good. Yeah. They just do it. Yeah. 99% of the league had to grind their way to get to yeah. the NBA or whatever yeah. the case, right? You got a few people at the top that just, whatever, they're naturally gifted. They have this, whatever, who knows, mm -hmm. whatever. Not everybody's LeBron James in real estate. You're, mm -hmm. you're going to have to, like, I'm not LeBron James. Yeah. I've grinded my way. I worked a government job for 11 years. I started with one property, turned that into two, three, four, five, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm grinding my way to the top. Mm -hmm. So don't go out there thinking that you're going to be... Uh, Mr. Millionaire in a couple of years, you know, yeah. or, or whatever. It just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work that way. And I think you're in a testament to that, man. Like, you know, I hop on your social media account. I see the Lambos. I see this, that, whatever, all these cars. But that's a, that's been a grind, man. Yeah, like you man. work harder than, yeah. than anybody that I know personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, touch on tough, that from man. your experience, man. Like, but people just see the end result. I know. I, it's, 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 it's honestly crazy, man. Like I get these comments and I'm just like, what the fuck is this guy talking <laughs> give, about? Give me an example. Give me like an example. <clears throat> people will, you know, e even dumb shit. Like I'll get comments like you had, you, you, you got money from fam. Like what was that one comment, Jesse, that I got even on, so on uh, YouTube even? <laughs> There's a lot of them. He said, uh, really? I don't, I don't go in the comment. Once in a while, really? Eh? That, like you you you're fucking Not so much recently. okay so so one one guy I, I specifically remember this one it was something like you're a fucking you're fake uh you 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 had a family member your grant you got your money from your grandparents uh you got 400 they, they were like very specific which was like super weird you got 400 grand from your grandparents uh that gave you money um uh you treat your employees like uh fucking slaves and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like people just are crazy in what they think. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, and it was like so specific that I'm like, like, what the fuck is this guy? Yeah, even? Like yeah. he must've like talked to somebody. And what's crazy is, is like my grandparents are poor as fuck. And, and, <laughs> and, and I actually treat my employees like extremely well. I don't even pay minimum wage or anything. I give everybody benefits. Like everybody gets benefits. I give everybody even like bonuses every paycheck if they're good. Mm -hmm. So like, it's, it's like, so when you, when I see shit like that coming, I'm just like, hey, you, so you know what I think stupid. that is? I think that is like, I, that guy that wrote that, I can't do what you're doing because you work way harder than me. Yeah. So I have to come up with an they, excuse they, yeah. that you, the only reason you're able to do it is not because of hard work. It's because you got lucky. Yeah. Because he's not willing to do no. what you did. And, and what, what, what I was, and exa exactly. And what I was getting at is it, that makes people feel better about themselves, right? Yes. And their, and their shortcomings. Yeah. So, so, you know, I, I've gotten comments like, uh, okay, so let's get back into like what comments I get like yours um i get people saying stuff too like hey you know i'm just too i, I can't get over the fear and I, I can't get over um you know the fact that i i want this too quick and you know how do i do it super quick and i'm just like guys like so i get a lot of people actually asking me for advice and like especially on instagram and stuff they'll dm me and you know I, I see it come in quite a bit asking like you know how do i make it happen how do i make it quick like everybody's like extremely impatient and then even i'll ask the people the, the the kids age and they're like oh i'm fucking 19 and i'm like guy like what the fuck are you talking like you, you need a way longer uh you know outcome of the or uh, like a way longer timeline um and i this this was actually kind of funny so i went to a couple real estate uh group fucking in person get to, I don't even know what, what would you even call that? Like seminar or whatever. Meet up, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I was actually invited to speak. So, um, after I was invited to speak, uh, and everybody was kind of like networking, whatever you want to call it. I had a bunch of people come up to me and was like, you know, Hey, like, you know, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm doing and this is how I'm going to do it. And this is what I'm going to do. And, uh, and I'm like, Oh, wow, that's cool. Like, you know, I had this one particular guy come at me and he was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to own, you know, 20 properties in, uh, in the next year. And, uh, that's my goal. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, that's, that's pretty crazy. I'm, you look like a young guy. And, and I'm like, how old are you? He's like, fuck, you know, I don't know, 23 or whatever. And I'm like, fuck, man, like that's, that's aggressive. And then uh, I'm like, well, fuck, this guy must own like some property or whatever. Cause you know, I started around that age and, uh, and I'm like, well, how much property do you have now? He's like, oh, I got none. And I'm like, well, how much money do you have saved up? 
He's like, well, you know, I got you know a couple grand. And I'm you like, have a job. Fuck, is this guy talking about? Yeah, and I'm like, what, what, like, what do you guys have? Like, do you guys work? And he's like, you know, we're kind of doing our own thing. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, well, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're networking right now, but we're, you know, we're going to do this. I talked to him. And I'm like, what the uh, yeah. fuck is this guy I talking I talked to the about? same guy. I know who you're talking about. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Same conversation. Yeah. 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 And I'm Pretty like, and I was guy, like, no, this guy can't be helped. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah these guys yeah. just have no idea yeah. what the fuck real life is about. Yeah. And if you like, try to bring them down to reality, no somebody, somebody that's done it, you try to give them advice, they won't hear you. And it's that's arrogance. To me. Yeah, it's and, arrogance. and and the problem too is again they they uh, they timeline. St- yeah, timeline. Way line. too short. But the fucking like the, the main problem is they fucking listen to YouTube all day long. <laughs> like that's the fucking problem. They got guys on there telling them it is possible. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they did it. Maybe they came into money. Who knows? Uh, the problem too is like here's the thing. A lot of people fucking lie. Like that's a big problem too. A lot of people fucking lie. A lot of people bullshit people. Like we're not here to do that. You, you want to know why? It's because that sells. Exactly. If, if you tell somebody they can get something quickly, 100%. Th- that will sell 10 times more than whatever we're oh, putting dude. out there. If, yeah. I, if, I, if, I put out, if I put out a real estate course where it was like, you know, get 20 properties in a, in a fucking year and this is how yeah. I did it, because I actually did it. Yeah. I actually did do it. I, well, I got 15 in one year, mm-hmm. right? So I actually did do it. Mm. So if I put that out, it, you'd have 10 times yeah, the response. 100%. But As, the problem yeah. is, but the fucking problem is, you won't be able to do what I did because it was very yeah. unique to my scenario. Yes. yes. So that's the fucking problem. Yeah, it's you not gonna. I mean? it, it might help one person out of a thousand actually yeah. do it, but the the nine hundred and ninety nine will get nothing out of it. And, and and here here here's here's how I did it. And I'm gonna fucking tell you for free. I fucking saved every penny I possibly yeah. could, and I traded my life, vacations, nice shit, new cars. Fucking nice clothes, nights out at the fucking bar. Like, I traded that shit to be able to do that. Save and you money. fucking won't be able to yeah. do that because you don't want to do it. Yeah. You don't so, want to do it. You so won't do it. Like, yeah. I, do you remember when I was working at the, the, when I was bouncing? Oh, yeah. You remember that? So, what I, the, one of the reasons why I ended up bouncing was so that I can actually go out <laughs> and make money while still partying. It's a good call. Do you get yeah, what I'm trying to say? You're still out there, yeah. And what yeah, did I do? Yeah. I ended up convincing all you fucks to come to my bar <laughs> yeah. and, and, and hang out with so me while I was bouncing. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That was sacrifice. Now, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it at the time, but you, yeah. you had I actually, a plan. Re- I, actually, yeah. I, actually, I actually like wanted that to happen. Yeah, like yeah. That's actually yeah. what I did. Yeah, it's like a night out for you. 100%, it was. You know, yeah. obviously, eventually, it got kind of like, fuck, you know, because of you know, dealing with dumb shit all night long. But that was, you know, I, fuck, I bounced for how long? Five, six years? But in the beginning, that's actually what I did. Mm. I couldn't work at I couldn't work at uh, TPT GM anymore. So on the weekends after my normal yeah. job, yeah, I would you know bounce. What? Let's let's make that one of our next uh, points: sacrifice. Oh, you want to get you want to get financially free. You want to make it in this world. You want to get to the next level. Yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah. So so how many well, people won't? Yeah. Wait. Wait. I'm talking about that. Like, well, like yeah, like, like what I sacrifice and what well, you sacrifice. Well, yeah. I mean, just just the idea, like. Um, how many people are, are unwilling to forego the nice car oh. and the upgraded two-story home yeah. in their fourth year of work yeah. um, while they're trying to save up to buy investment properties and create the life that they want, but they can't. Yeah. They, can't let, they can't not buy that car. Yeah. They can't. Like buying a car when you're trying to build your portfolio, if you don't have a lot of money, is a, like when you go to the bank, it's a debt service ratio. When, yeah. when you have a $500 car payment, it severely hinders yeah. your lendability. It's gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna cramp your investment portfolio. Now, eventually you can go buy all the cars you want, but when you're starting out, just sacrifice for a couple of years. Drive your, you drove, drove a Windstar. What was it, Ford Windstar? Yeah, remember that fucking? Yeah, we drove downtown in your <laughs> freaking 94 Ford Windstar. 99, motherfucker. Well, whatever, I was okay. embarrassed as hell to get out of <laughs> Oh, thing. come on, it was awesome though. So, but, so, so, and remember before that, that fucking Cavalier that I had with the yeah. roof off shit, I had, I, I was, I was bouncing downtown and someone broke into my, I, I kept the sunroof cracked and somebody broke in behind the bar in my fucking car and I couldn't afford, or I didn't at that, I don't know if I could afford it at that point, but I didn't, I, I couldn't you, afford to, to, to fix the fucking car. Yeah, maybe you just didn't care. Like, yeah, you're like, I, you know yeah, what? My that, goals are bigger than this freaking yeah, sound maybe. system yeah. or whatever the For case sure. was. Yeah. 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 So, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. So I drove that car. I legit drove that car. I got that fucking car when I was like, oh man, how old was I? Maybe like I was in high school when I got that car. So I was, um, 
fuck, nine, 18, 19 years old when I bought that car. And I drove that fucking thing for 10 years. Mm. I drove that thing until I was 29 years old. I remember literally sticking boxes in that fucking car, like like where the trunk wouldn't even shut for Canadian protein, yeah. uh, having to drive it to uh, the the post office because they w- I didn't have enough packages yeah. to uh, to for to call for a delivery. Yeah. They wouldn't come fucking pick and, it up. And I remember like you were having success like at the time you weren't broke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. And I remember you having this this car and the Windstar. And I'm like, why is this guy? I think <laughs> didn't you live like you, you had your nice house and you were still you still had that Windstar like on Gundy? I think. Did I have it in Gundy? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, well, either maybe. way, at some point, did I, I? Yes, I did. You did. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty so sure. yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Like you so, and I'm like, why does he still have yeah, this Windstar? Yeah. Ex- and, and the reason why I had that Windstar too, yeah, I would drive. That was like my daily. That was I fucking drove. That was my car. <laughs> yeah. That was like legit. My That's car. what I mean. So I it, like that fucking thing. I ended up having to park that fucking van on the road because it was staining my driveway with rust. Like I'm not even joking. Like <laughs> yeah. that's for real. And at this time, like you had you had the ability. Yeah. To probably easily go buy something nicer, but here's the yeah. thing. This is why. So, I put so, it. so exactly like what you said, yeah. I didn't do it because of debt service ratio. Debt service ratio number one, and I, I, I still won't drive like a really nice uh, daily driver. I got a Jeep. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's not the nicest fucking you know whatever. It's like six hundred four. What is it? Five hundred bucks a month maybe. I love Jeeps though. Like I love Jeeps, but I won't go out and buy like a fucking Bentley or whatever yeah, to drive yeah. every day. Um, but. Yes, that service ratio is a big thing, mm-hmm. and that comes into play. And then also, uh, at that point though, when I had that fucking van, remember I had like no seats in the back. I used it as a cargo van mm. for fucking paint, drywall, fridges, stoves for like my rentals. Mm-hmm. And then also, if I needed to like haul, you know, a piece of equipment to a to a, a shop to get fixed or whatever, I, I used it. Like that was like but my he, fucking. Car. Here's here I'll put it. Your goal. Yeah, was bigger than your need to look cool. Exactly, yeah, hundred percent. And to feel cool, and to feel special, and to keep up with society. I remember, like, oh my god, dude, I legit remember going on dates in that fucking thing. Oh, like, I'm not, like, like, imagine rolling up in that fucker to, and I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't yeah. give a fuck. That's, and and that's what's crazy, crazy is, uh, even even uh, people and who I was picking up respected it, or who I was going on a date with, whatever, respected it because they could see on the trajectory that I was on mm-hmm. and that was more attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know what a, I mean? that's a very good point. It didn't, yeah. it didn't matter that I was rolling up in a piece of shit like that. They understood my goal and they knew I was going to head yeah. there and I, they knew I was going there and they wanted to be a part of that. And that's, that's harder. That's a whole other fucking thing that we can get into, but yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. This <laughs> you, mean sa- you can imagine. What do you, you fucking mean? know? For what? The what? fucking attraction thing and everything. You, you, what are you talking about? For girls? Any, it doesn't oh, for matter. driving yeah. that car. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah you know what I'm talking huge. about. We yeah. fucking went through it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's like, huge. I could imagine. I could imagine what they were thinking. You fucking know what they were thinking. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why Marlene is still with you. To be honest. But yeah. <laughs> uh, sacrifice sounds easy until it comes game time. Mm. And until you're, until you have a little bit of money in your bank account and you could easily, like, I want to buy a Tesla right now really bad. I have a, mm. I have a 2009 uh, car with, with 230,000 kilometers. I could, like, I could, I could go buy a Tesla. I could finance or probably just buy it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I, my goal's too big for that right yeah. now, but it's, it's taunting me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's there. It's in my mind yeah. and I have to fight that. The old me, I would already had it. Yeah. We talked about yeah. that before you were, you, you had a deposit on that and I was yeah, like, I actually did. I had a model, I had a deposit on a model three and I yeah. was just starting my real estate stuff. Yeah. I was still at my job. I could, I could have afforded it, you know, whatever. Yeah. I thought I could do both, whatever. But once I had the mindset switch that like, oh my God, if I have a $70,000 uh, liability on my paper, yeah. when I go to the bank, they're going to hammer me for lending. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to buy two or three properties. Like that's going to yeah. se- severely hinder me. So guess what? Uh, my old mindset went like this. The Tesla was up here. My goals were down here because I didn't have any goals, right? Yeah. I was just going to work every day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it went like this. No, my yeah. goals are way bigger than this yeah. Tesla. And I'll buy the Tesla down, down in the future when I have my, my assets lined up. But no, I can't sacrifice that. Cause it's going to cost me years. Yeah. Uh, one stupid, uh, one stupid purchase can, can absolutely roast you. Oh man. People, absolutely. People cannot, people have a hard time with that. Yeah. It's they, human nature. It's it, human it, nature. And it, it, so again, I go back to social media. That sure didn't fucking oh, help. Man, you know what I mean? You're looking at that shit and you're comparing yourself to all these fucks on there. <laughs> And, and, and the majority of them don't even own their own shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you don't own anything. You, you, no. The two story that you live in, the bank owns it. Oh, you don't, yeah. it's not paid yeah. off. The car that you lease isn't yeah. owned. 
you own no assets and yeah. you got a bunch of liabilities. That's that's the world. I, I think that's I'm the, the only stupid motherfucker that bought this car's cash, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> yeah. so like, I, you know, in hindsight, you know, I, I, but but again, I didn't want that shit on my books. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want that fucking hanging over me. And I, 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 for stuff like that, I need to know that I can afford it yeah. without... Actually, unequivocally, I have, a, I have a great it. point here. I want, but it's not the that wasn't the greatest financial decision. But I didn't give a fuck because I wanted to. I I didn't want to come out and be like, hey, you know, I own this and I own that, and I, I, and I truly. But it's don't. tempting. But yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So here here's a really good point for people. I, yeah. I just uh, learned this the other day. One dollar of earned income is the equivalent of approximately seven or eight dollars of lendability from mm-hmm. the bank. So you have like an eight to one ratio. Like if you go to if you go to your job and you make 50 grand, it's the equivalent of, of the bank lending you 350 grand mm-hmm. to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. So if you if you earn uh, 50 grand, but then you have a $30,000 car payment, well, your lendability now goes down seven times yeah. $30,000 or whatever, yeah. the, whatever the ratio is. Like yeah. it's a significant hit. It really is. Because it's a one to seven the way the bank looks at, yeah. at your debt service ratio. Mm-hmm. So huge factor. And that's another reason why, like if you're, I, I just kind of am learning this myself, but if you're declaring income and if you have, say if you own a couple of rental properties, you can you can do some things to show a lower income, right? You can depreciate yeah. your property, this and that, whatever. But when you realize, like if you're trying to scale your portfolio, you might want to show more income in a, in a few particular years oh, because sure. you yeah. can go to the bank and get more leverage. Yeah, I, I spe- like in the start, right? So In so the start, I, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I claim way less income, right? So So on the books, I might claim like 85 or 100 grand. But the bank, like once you start working with banks and they know, like, and you can produce financial statements, they'll lend against what, like the performances of like your particular businesses. Yeah. If you have, yeah. yeah, If you have the business cash flow or some sort of cash flow to to cover it. Also, also it gets to the point too, where, um, you know, a lot of people starting out, the best option would be to actually, uh, you know, buy real estate in your own personal name. But as you grow Mm -hmm. that, that the, the banks will not end up doing that they'll, they'll, you'll want to put it in a corporation for liability purposes mm-hmm. but uh a lot of the mainstream banks will not loan according to you they'll loan according to how the property actually performs yeah you're yeah, yeah the, the it's it's a business exactly how yeah. does the business yeah. work but from the beginning they'll loan according to what what your income yeah produces. so when i when i learned this and i was working in my old job i i would be like oh i gotta show more income this year i gotta work overtime i gotta mm-hmm. show more income so i can go to the bank and get more money yeah. to buy more real estate like yeah. that's you know in a way that's sacrifice yeah, right you I'm use your job as a tool you, you weren't yeah. like oh i'm gonna fucking quit and then go do it yeah you use your because job it's stupid tool. i wouldn't yeah. be able to do it exactly or i would it would cost me significantly hinder it significantly slow it down yeah and that's that's another thing where if your goals up here then the sacrifice becomes a lot smaller right me going to work every day is a sacrifice because i don't like my job or whatever your case is but when your goal is this big it's an easy sacrifice to make and it's and it makes it like it makes that pill a lot easier to swallow yeah so that's actually another thing that comes up quite a bit i get a lot of people that are either number one in school or right out of school that want to scale a portfolio they don't fucking own anything and they don't have a job. So like my first advice to them is like literally go, go get, get a get fucking a job. job. Yeah. Like literally go you get a fucking to. job. Like you you almost have no choice. Don't go on serve. Yeah. Get a fucking job. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Go on serve, the bank's not going to touch no, you. No, exactly. So go get a fucking job and that's even come up. Well, I get serve payments. Yeah. Fuck is that? Yeah. So go get a fucking job. Grind it out. Grind it out. House hack. Exactly. Start out. That's that and, and that's exactly what I tell people. Buy a house for your fucking self, right? You know, that way, when, when you go to sell that property, there's no capital gains or anything like that, which we might be seeing capital gains on that shit, actually. Like, that's actually probably one of the things that's coming down the pipe. Socialist government. Yeah, exactly. It's, so, it's in the realm of possibilities. that's actually like what Jay is. So, my accountant is actually saying is probably going to be one of the first ones coming up. I believe. No. So, fucking do it now. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't yet, do it yeah. bugging now. But um, that's actually my, like my number one thing that I probably yeah. get. I, I pull a, a younger demographic, you know. Uh, you know, don't get the beard twisted, but, uh, you know, I'm still young. So, um, uh, I get a lot of people that are still in university school, whatever, or just fresh out of it. They don't have a job, but they want to fucking start this, you know, enormous portfolio yeah. without really working yeah. for it. That's taken me fucking what? 15 years to do. And they yeah. want to do it in fucking one or two years. Yeah. Like, come on. Without, here's another thing. How about, how about our next Without topic? the money. Oh, or, I, didn't, I didn't even get into, I didn't even get into how I even started, which was like, remember how we were talking about people that. Are, are on social media that they say like it's possible and I but I actually did it the, the way that I actually did it was I literally saved all my fucking money yeah so I actually had the money to do it mm-hmm. there you go 
Yeah, and you have a thousand bucks. Yeah, everybody watching this, give me a thousand fucking dollars. So, yeah. so like literally, literally, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I literally worked as much as fucking possible. So even in this, li- listen to this. How fucking ridiculous is this? In high school, I was still a paper boy. Jeez, that's so. So listen, in high, I know. <laughs> listen, so in high school, this is what I did. So this is, ex- I'll, I'll, I'll go through like exactly so people can fucking understand how I actually started all this. Okay, so so I, w- I started doing papers when I was eight years old, okay, in my neighborhood. So I started doing papers when I was eight years old. Um, the, the, so I, w- I lived on, I didn't even, my paper route was a horseshoe, okay? So I, I had a horseshoe like this, okay? So then another horseshoe came up. So I was doing papers for maybe like a year or so or whatever. So maybe like when I was 10 years old, another horseshoe here ended up coming up. The person quit, okay? So I contacted the Windsor Star and I said, listen, I can do this horseshoe. Let me do it. So what I, in this, at this point, it was like before school that I was doing this. Okay. So I said, listen, I can do it. I can do it as, as, as long as this guy took it, I could do mine and his in the same amount of time. And they said, no fucking way. So what I would do is I would then rollerblade. Okay. Not like these fucking weak ass people where they get their parents to drive. I, I, I would rollerblade. Okay. So I could be faster, even in the winter time. Okay. I would rollerblade do my route and then do the other person's route. So I was making double a route. Okay. And I was doing it before school so that I can go to my other job after school at Zares, not at that point in time. So when I was in, uh, in high school, I was still doing the papers, both routes. I would do it before school. And at that point in time, uh, the, the requirement for before, uh, having the papers done like, or delivered before like work or before a specific time wasn't in effect. Okay. So I would do it before everybody left for work. And the reason why I did that was number one, because I had another job after school, but number two, I would get like double the fucking tips because people could then bring their paper to work with them Mm -hmm. and read it. So they were like, Oh my God, this guy's fucking awesome. Right? So, so I would do that. And then it got to the point where after, uh, you know, it late, uh, after I graduated high school, um, and I was working TPT. I then, I think I quit. I'm pretty sure I quit the papers a little bit before uh, I ended up working TPT. I think I might've quit the papers in like grade 10 or something. But then I worked at Zares after school pretty much every day and on the weekends and then worked TPT Friday and Mondays. And then that was a great job that paid like crazy. And what I would do on TPT was I, I literally never turned down a shift, like fucking literally never turned down one. So I would go there, never turn on a shift. I would work my fucking ass off. And I would usually, because of that, I would get jobs that were off of the line. Okay, so this was like TPT on the line at GM. I would finish my job that was not necessarily on the line. So every once in a while, I would get these jobs where you had to like assemble things that went into the line. I would do that job as fucking fast as possible because all the other students were like fucking idiots and couldn't do that quick enough or they were just lazy. So I would do that job as fast as possible, get that job done. Then I would go around to the people on the line and ask them if they wanted to go home. So, so leave work early on a Friday, Monday night, whatever. So guess who would always get the fucking first call at GM? I would, I would get the first fucking call at GM. And then I would also get calls in, uh, even if they didn't need students that night, they would call me in and they would literally have me sit in the lunchroom because they knew if they called me in, I would do a great job. And I, I would just, I, w- I could take on any job on the line because I would literally ha- I would literally go around asking everybody's job. Hey, do you want to go home tonight? Do you want to go home tonight? So I wouldn't finish my job as fast as possible off the line so that I can go sit and fucking jerk off in the lunchroom like all the other students. What I would do is I would literally sit at fucking, ho- I would literally go around the line asking people to go home. So I would continue to work because, so that I knew these guys would call, want me in first over and above anybody else. So I would get all the hours. So, but people aren't willing to do shit so like I'm, that. I'm, I fucking saw it. Yeah, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing it pretty clear. Like if we had to bring another point up here in million dollar mindsets, if we're gonna title this that, how about this one, hard work? Oh fuck, work ethic. That's, work. The only, that's really the only thing I have. Yeah. It doesn't, work ethic. yeah, you have a crazy work ethic, yeah. 100%. But most people don't. I know. Like it's, it's wild and, and you want this crazy su- yeah. success and you don't, have the work ethic and yep. you don't want to work for it. Exactly. Well, it, they don't, they don't jive. Those no. two things don't jive. Like no. you, you need, you can't have one without the other. In my, opinion. My, my whole thing is if I, if I work a hundred hours a week and you're only willing to work 50, I'm going to be further ahead twice as fast as you. Yep. 
it's, end of it's story. It's just numbers. It's because just, I'm not, yeah. because I, I, I refuse to believe that I'm not as smart as you, mm-hmm. number one. And maybe I am or maybe I'm not. I don't really give a fuck. But I'm going to I'm gonna assume we're not. We're at the same level of, say, smartness, just for example, or hypothetically speaking. But I'm going to work twice as hard as you. Yeah. So I'm going to get twice as far as you in half the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a, fu- it's it's not, a fucking numbers game. Yeah, it's not that hard. That's it. Yeah, and, and what's the old saying? You go, uh, there's not a big crowd when you go the extra mile. Like, there's only a few people. Yeah. Man, did I ever have to learn that when I got into the business world and, and yeah. real estate, right? You know how many times I hear like, wow, you work so hard, Scott. I'm like, really? Like, I just, I feel like I'm just working. Like, yeah. I, I'm just doing a good job for you because you're my client. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I'm doing anything crazy, but yeah. I guess the standard is so low. <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah. people don't answer their phone. Yeah. People don't respond until a day or two later oh, and then man. it's too late or people are un, unwilling to alter I, their I, schedules. I, I legit only work with people that answer their phone. Yeah. Well, how can that's you? It. How can you not? Right, the world moves fast. Like the, especially the business world. Like and that, that's are... how I move. I, I need to, like, I need to move fast. Answer the fucking phone. Mm-hmm. I will not work with you if I can't get you on the yeah, phone. Like, yeah. fucking legit. Well, you, it's not even you won't. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. You, you can't get business done that way yeah. in this world. Like when when stuff yeah. hits the fan. But so I don't know if we, if we had to sum this up, right? Let's title this millionaire mindsets. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, number one, fear is either an opportunity uh, or it's a glass ceiling that you can't break yeah. through. Which you, one is it for you? Yeah, right? you need to channel it. You need to channel it into and, and use it as a motivational yeah. tool. Like I'm more afraid of not doing things 100%. than I am of doing things now. I legit use my fear for number one. I use it as motivation to not fail. Yeah. So I have a fear of failure. So I use my fear of failure to not fail. Yeah. Um, and number two, um, I use it as a, a fear of regret. Like I have a That's legit a fear of Big regret. Time. Big time. I, I need to do everything in my life to the fucking absolute fullest mm. so that when I'm laying on my fucking deathbed, I could say, I fucking did it. I, I did it. I, went I fucking in. did I it and I went all in on my fucking life and I have no fucking regrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is important to me. That is wildly important to me. I will not fucking die you with sh- regrets. You, what do you I say, will right? not look back on my life and think, fuck, I should have done that. Yeah. I fucking refuse. I don't think I've ever really done anything that I've regretted. Right, like when you look back, you're like, well, if I didn't do that, it wouldn't have gotten me here. Like yeah, I've done stuff that I, I regret. But you don't. Uh, yeah, well, most of the time, <laughs> yeah. you regret the things you don't do. Right? Yeah. Like, I should have done that. Yeah. I should have bought that property. I should have yeah. done that business. And, and my have... regrets are like very superficial. Like, yeah, I, I don't like to not finish shit. So I'm like, ah, fuck. I wish I would have finished school oh, for yeah. more, more of the experience. Well, really. then go do it. I don't want to. That's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> superficial. <laughs> okay, so so fears fears a big one. Um, I have a problem no. with uh, I have a problem with. Uh, what, what am I looking at? Like, uh, uh, authority. Gotcha. I'm oh, wrong yeah. with authority. So, you know what? Yeah, so do yeah. I. Honestly, I do. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a, I think it's a good thing because yeah. uh, authority sometimes can hold you, hold you back. You know, yeah. not breaking the law or anything, no, but no, like no, people I mean. telling yeah. you you can't yeah. do things. Yeah, especially now with the schools. So that, that's really some tough. advice, right? Burn the ships. Yeah. Go, burn the ships so you can't go back. Yeah. Burn it. Put your back against the wall. Then you'll yeah. figure it out, okay? So fear... Um, Lack of hard work, yeah. lack of work, work ethic, work ethic. Yeah. lack of sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Be willing to sacrifice. If you want yeah. to be financially free, sacrifice. That's it. It only takes a few years. Mm-hmm. It, sh- it should only take a few years. Mm. And then expanding your time frame. Yeah. You're not going to do it in a year or two. It's going to be a decade. And you know yeah. what? The, 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 the journey is the fun part. Here, here, here's you what never, I would, yeah, yeah, here, exactly. Here's what I would, here's what I would say about that expanding your timeline. You can have a, qu- a, a short timeline. But you better fucking understand how, what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if, you, if, if you're just kind of like, oh, I want 20 properties, but I don't really know I'm going to do it. Or my plan is like not actually realistic. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking problem. Yeah. So then at that point, expand your timeline. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you don't have access to what you need access to to make that happen in a couple years. Let's make it this. Let's, let's not expand your timeline maybe too general. Yeah. Have a realistic timeline. Yes. For your personal scenario, not the one that you saw on YouTube. For yeah. your situation. Yeah. Just coming out of school, don't have a job. Yeah. Expand it to, to five to ten years. Exactly. Okay. If you're if you got a million dollars in the bank, you might be able to do it in one or two. Yeah. You probably will be. Yeah. And I have another one. Stop watching YouTube. Stop <laughs> listening to these fucks on Instagram on, on on social media. Listen to us. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's, That's a good it. one. Yeah. There's the five. Is that five? <laughs> That's five. Listen to us. We know what the fuck we're talking about. We're realistic. Stop the bullshit. Yeah. Stop these fucking guys flexing all over the fucking place on these fucking channels here because it's all bullshit mm-hmm. and they're trying to sell you shit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We're not trying to sell you anything. Yeah. In fact, Except yeah. these fucking sick we, ass sweatshirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, which by the way, we're going to be doing a giveaway <laughs> yeah. on these. But uh, 
Um, yeah, th- those, are, those are great points. So yeah, I think we can sum up into those five. Yeah, social media hurt you too. Yeah. Whatever. Use it for entertainment value, but just realize that a lot of people are fucking fake yeah. on it. That's we could it. come on here, man. We could sell a whole different product very easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bought 11 properties in, in three years. Look how quick I did it. Well, yeah. it's not about that. Like, this yeah. was a grind. Oh, for sure. And I had, what what took, it took me 11 years to get to that point to do yeah. it in three years. Fuck, you know what? Maybe I'll you write, know? maybe I'll, I will write a book in a program. It'll be like literally fucking, you pay like a thousand bucks and you, you get it in fucking one Why sentence. Why don't we co-op? One <laughs> sentence long. Literally one sentence fucking long. Okay, go ahead. What are you going to say? No, I was going to say we should co-op, like we should do a book. We'll have somebody write it, right? But we'll just give the ideas and they can write it. I'm not a good writer. But uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a cool idea. Put these into a book. Yeah, we uh, should, we should ask people if, uh, yeah, leave a comment if you guys think we should write a book. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Millionaire Mindsets. It's not rocket science, but. Millionaire Mindset title. A lot easier than, uh, than people make it seem. It's really not that difficult. But it's not difficult in theory, but it's very difficult in practice. In practice because it's ultra difficult. Because human nature goes against yeah. everything that we're talking about. Yeah. But people will sell you human nature. People, you get it quick. Get yes. it this. Get people it online sell you laziness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can do this. They literally do. Without working your job, mm-hmm. we can do this for you in three years. Oh Just God. use other people's money. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, stuff like that. So, so that's it.